Hello and welcome to The Shana Show. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and mindset coach. I'm on a mission to help you live a nourished life on every single level. This podcast dives into the world of holistic health and personal development. Here, I combine practical knowledge and tools with the science of behavior change to help you embody your best self. It's my aim that this podcast inspires you and provides you with the resources to live the life of your dreams. So if you're ready to become your happiest and healthiest self, you are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year. For the first episode of The Shana Show in 2024, I want to come on here and talk about how I am planning on having the best year yet, because I'm all for making this year so special and really cherishing every moment, really being so present and grateful. And that's part of how I'm going to make it the best year yet. And it's one thing to say we want to have the best year ever and we want everything to be like sunshine and rainbows and fun and like an awesome year. But it's another thing to actually have a plan in place to support ourselves in making that a reality. Because yes, I can set the intention to have the best year ever, but the more I can consistently show up with that intention, consistently show up as the version of me that is having the best year ever, that is taking the actions necessary for me to have the best year ever, is being present, is being grateful, then I'm much more likely to have the best year yet, right? Rather than just being like, cool, 2024, new year, all this fresh energy gets swept up in the excitement. And then it just kind of turns into another year because we are creatures of habit and If we don't consciously create our reality, our habits and our subconscious patterns and our beliefs are going to create our reality for us. And I work with my subconscious and with my beliefs and with my mindset and all of those things to cultivate and craft the life that I desire. And this is no exception. 2024 is no exception. So I'm really going to be cultivating the best year yet. And I also want to preface that having the best year yet doesn't mean I believe that everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows because life is all about polarity. Life has ups and downs. And if we didn't have the ups and downs, we wouldn't be able to appreciate the ups. So I know there will be challenges this year. I know it's not going to be all fun and games and amazing and just best time ever, I know there's going to be problems, quote unquote. There's going to be those challenges. There's going to be difficulties. And that's okay because it's all about how I choose to react to those or not react, respond would be a more accurate way of saying it. How I choose to respond to those things, those challenges that do come up in my life. Um, And I want to share this with you because I want to take you along for the ride and I want to help you have your best year yet. And I want to support you with actualizing all of your own desires. So yeah, I'm going to kind of go through a few of the core things that I'm going to be focusing on. And I feel like one of the most important things to mention is gratitude and presence. And I've mentioned those words already a couple of times because when I was filling into this, I wrote out a list of seven things and I was like, yes, I'll talk about them in this order. And the list, it's there in the corner of my eye, but I'm actually just going to talk to these in whatever way they want to come out naturally, because it's one thing to kind of like have a rigid plan. And it's another thing to just allow the flow. And this is going to be a real theme of this year as well. Like planning is amazing because when we prepare ourselves and plan for success, we're much more likely to achieve it. But when we can also kind of flow with it and not feel like 
things need to look a certain way, that's where there's so much magic that happens as well. So gratitude and presence, let's talk about those. In order for me to have the best year yet, I need to be so present in this year and in my day-to-day, in my moment-to-moment, because all we ever have is now. And one thing I really want to talk about in this point of presence is if I want to have the best year yet, I need to have the best month yet. I need to have the best week yet. I need to have the best day yet. So how can I live this year that every day is the best day ever? How can I step into that energy of waking up in the morning and asking myself, am I ready to have the best day ever? Am I ready to Yeah, just have the best day. And part of having the best day is being present with what's in front of you, present with those you love, present with the things you love to do, present with yourself. So presence is going to be a really huge theme here. You often think of like the best day of your life or the best day yet. And I hear a lot of people say it's things like their wedding was the best day of their life or this day on a holiday or it's kind of those like special events, but really every day is so special and we are so lucky to be alive. Why are we always kind of like waiting and looking for some special event in the future where it's going to be the best day ever? Why can't we have the best day ever right now? So I'm really going to be stepping into that energy. And today it's the 1st of January as I'm recording this. And how can recording this podcast episode just be the best, most fulfilling thing for me? And part of defining what the best day ever or the best year yet looks like for you is also going to be looking at the internal state that you want to cultivate um, and what that actually means to you. Like what is your definition? of the best year yet? What is your definition of success and happiness and prosperity and whatever it looks like? Choosing your words. And one of the words that I choose to anchor into is fulfillment. Am I feeling fulfilled in this moment? And fulfillment is in every moment. And I sound like Ryan in, in this conversation right now, because he is all about the meaning of life being fulfillment. And we actually recorded a podcast episode about the meaning of life that I will um, release shortly. And it's essentially all about fulfillment. And I have always had held the belief that success is fulfillment. And that means success in any area. It doesn't just mean in my career. It means in my relationships. It means just in my general life to feel successful. The feeling is fulfillment, right? That's my definition of success. And I was listening back to one of the first ever episodes of my other podcast, Nutrition Grad Guide, where I was talking about my definition for success, because that's one of the questions I love to ask those guests. And it's just, like rung true for so long and I continue to live by this and even now as Ryan teaches his whole philosophy around fulfillment it's just anchored me more and more into that um so am I feeling fulfilled in this moment and the only way we can feel fulfilled is being present right not being future projecting onto a moment in the future which doesn't exist that we think is going to be better than this current moment because this current moment is all there is and it will continue on to evolve and change and shift and in the next moment the next moment the next moment we'll be doing different things but we're always only ever here and now so if we can learn to cultivate our definition of success our definition of fulfillment our definition of happiness in each moment that is how we create our best year yet. That is how we create the best year ever. And that is how we live our life really living. Because when we are not present, we're constantly in our head, looking forward, looking back, 
questioning, overthinking. And unfortunately, that's a sad reality for most of us. And that is the way that our mind can be designed because it's trying to keep us safe. It's trying to protect us. So when we can bring ourselves back to this moment and actually be here, be in this moment and be grateful for all that we have in this moment as well, because gratitude is such a magical feeling. And it's just like, it's such an expansive beautiful feeling. And I feel like part of fulfillment is also gratitude. And there's like different words that weave into one another. And this is for me, obviously this is all subjective and this could be different for you, but I feel when I'm truly feeling fulfilled, I'm feeling grateful for whatever's present in that moment. There can be times where I am processing difficult emotions and I can actually feel really fulfilled in that. And I can feel grateful for myself being able to process and move those emotions, grateful to be able to feel because to be able to feel the discomfort and the uncomfortable emotions, that means we're able to feel more of the like pleasurable and um, enjoyable emotions. So really being present and grateful is going to be a huge theme. So it's not just kind of like, oh yeah, best year ever. This is going to be amazing. And it's like looking at that happening in the future, like one day something's just going to switch and my life's just going to magically change. And it's like, everything's amazing. I'm feeling great. It's training myself to feel not necessarily great all the time because there are going to be those moments of discomfort, but feel fulfilled, feel present, feel grateful for all that I have in front of me, available to me, around me, and just really living from that place. So that is going to be a huge underlying theme of 2024 for me, cultivating more presence, cultivating more gratitude, and really finding the fulfillment in every now moment, because that's all there ever is. And if we continue to think that, oh, the best year yet is just something in the future, or the best day ever is something, some day in the future that we have to have all these like special things to make it the best day ever then we're not really enjoying every single day to the best of our ability. So this is something that I'm cultivating um, and I invite you to join me with that. And one of the ways that I'm going to do this is in the morning, I'm actually going to set an alarm or have some like notes around the house or a bit of both. I haven't fully decided exactly what that looks like yet, but I want to kind of like remind myself that I'm setting that intention to have the best day ever right? So getting into that energy and intentions are so powerful. So use these to your advantage. Set that intention that today is going to be the best day ever. Like what could happen? What if you start to set your mind to believe that you are about to have the best day ever? You're going to find so much more gratitude and appreciation in things. And we're going to start to look for reasons why it's the best day ever. And this links into my nighttime routine where every night before bed, I'm going to ask myself, how was today the best day ever? And find the reasons because the more you look for things, the more you'll find them. And if you're looking for problems, you'll find more problems. If you're looking for things to be grateful for, you will find more things to be grateful for. So as I continue to train my brain to look for the ways that that was the best day ever and that I'm having the best day ever, like I freaking love podcasting right now. I am here doing one of my favorite things, speaking to those of you that choose to tune in. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you. And it's so good. Like, I'm so lucky to be able to do this. How is this not the best thing ever, right? It's one of my favorite things to do. And I get to do this right now. Sure, I might not have a chart-topping podcast. I'm not necessarily Lewis Howes or Jay Shetty or Melissa Ambrosini or these people with like millions of listeners. But that's okay because I am doing something that I love and I'm enjoying it. And I get to impact those of you that are here. And 
yeah, that feels so fulfilling for me. And I feel so grateful for that. And this is available to me in any moment, just as the things that you love and that light you up the most are available to you. And if we create all these stories that things have to look a particular way or have to be a particular way before we do those things we love, then we are the ones getting in our own way. We are the ones creating the obstacles and the barriers between ourselves and the things we love to do the most. So really start to take that self-responsibility as well. And this is a big theme of my year. 2024 to come is going to be self-responsibility. And this is something that I've really been leaning into in previous years and really just looking at the ways that I am responsible for everything in my life, because ultimately that is the truth. And if I've created something in my life that I'm not happy with, then it's my responsibility to also create something that I am happy with and that I do want, right? So we are hundred percent responsible for our reality and we get to every day show up like that and make the choices that are going to give us the things that we desire and help us ultimately feel the way that we desire to feel because that's what we actually want. I often say this where it's not actually the thing that we want. It's not necessarily the um, partner or the money or the house or the car or whatever it is. It's not those things or the weight loss or whatever it is. It's the feeling underneath that. So what is the feeling we actually want from these external things? And how can we cultivate that within ourselves? Because then when we cultivate that feeling within ourselves, we are a match for that thing externally as well, because our internal reality creates our external reality. So the more we can focus within, the more we can take that self-responsibility, the more we can become a match for the thing that we desire, the more we will draw those things in as well. But it doesn't happen without gratitude because if we're not grateful for things, then we're constantly taking things for advantage. And when we're taking things for advantage, we're taking things for granted. Sorry. We're taking things for granted. So that's taking. And the more we take, the less we receive. So the more we give gratitude, the more we open ourselves up to receive more. So really just anchoring back into that gratitude, anchoring into that self-responsibility and knowing that we get to create the life that we desire. We are the ultimate creators and we get to choose how to act, how to show up. We get to choose what we create for ourselves. And it's very easy to get stuck in victim mentality. And a lot of people live in victim mentality. I find myself back there sometimes too. We're all human, right? But the more we can train ourselves to get out of victim and back into creator, the more we will create what we desire rather than allow ourselves to be the victim of our circumstances. Because we always have a choice. We always have more power than we realize. And I really feel like so many of us have forgotten our power. And this year gets to be about remembering our power and stepping back into our power, right? I love to empower people. I love to empower myself. And I feel like 2023 for me was about re-empowering myself in different ways. And something I want to talk to actually is 2023 for me felt like a very internal year, a very introspective year, lots of inner growth. And it felt like a slower year. And it felt like a year that I had to learn to love myself in the slowness, to love myself in the darkness, to love myself in the harder times, because it's easy to love ourselves 
in the times where everything is sunshine and rainbows and everything's going well and we're achieving and all the things are great, but it's actually so much harder to love ourselves in those more difficult times. And 2023 for me was really about stepping into that and learning to love myself in those more difficult times, in the darkness as well, not just the light, not just the parts that feel exciting to show other people, to also love those parts of me that I might want to hide. So it was a very internal year. It was very introspective and it felt like I was a caterpillar that crawled into my cocoon and was in my chrysalis, undergoing my metamorphosis. And now 2024 is the year where I'm out of that chrysalis. I'm done. I'm a beautiful butterfly now. And we always go through these cycles, right? It's not like, cool, I'm done my evolution. I'm done my growth. I'm done my transformation. I know that every single day I'm going to continue to evolve and grow and change. And there will be another stage where I have to go back into that cocoon and break free into the next version of me. And that's okay because I really love like um, the sayings around, you've got to break down to break through sometimes, right? Because you've got to, when we have that clean slate, when we feel like we're going through breakdowns or lower times or slower times or whatever that looks like for us, we have the opportunity to rebuild. It's a beautiful time of so much opportunity and possibility, so much possibility. So looking at those times where we are more internal um, or things are a bit slower or a bit more difficult and actually seeing the beauty in those times too. And for me, that was 2023 and it was such a beautiful year still. And I was reflecting on my year and I had noticed how hard I was being on myself, being like, oh, it was like a slow year. It was much more internal, um, didn't achieve all the things I wanted to achieve. And I was being really hard on myself. And then I did some reflection and I was like, whoa, this was still such an amazing year. But I was letting my mind trick me into thinking that I needed more. I needed to be more. I needed to achieve more rather than just allowing myself to be like, actually, it's all unfolding perfectly and just trusting that and just continuing to show up as the best that I can, like the best that I can be. And that will look different every day. So some days the best we can do is get out of bed. Other days the best we can do is phenomenal feats. And whatever that is, it's all perfect. And we don't have to be necessarily like um, achieving all these things all the time. Can you find your worth in the times where you're not achieving too? Because there's so much power in that when we can separate our achievements from who we actually are as a person and be solid within ourselves, who we are, there is so much power there. And we are conditioned to think that achievements is what makes us worthy, but actually we are inherently worthy. And when we can remember that and we can realize that achievements are all just bonuses and they're just going to come as a byproduct of being that version of ourselves that we desire to be, then it just kind of sets us free on a whole other level. So that kind of feeds into that really just anchoring into creating my reality and cultivating that mindset of like, how was today the best day ever? And in the morning asking myself, like, am I ready to have the best day ever? Because chances are we'd probably be like, oh no, things have to be different. Like I've got to wear my best clothes. I've got to um, be in a different house to have the best day ever. I've got to have something exciting on. That's not true. We can have the best day ever every single day um, when we find the gratitude and the magic in the day today and in life in general, in being alive, because we are so lucky to be here living this human experience. And there are so many times where I even personally forget that. But when I remember that, it just brings so much gratitude and fulfillment to me. So 
that kind of wraps up the power of intentions that I'm going to be using and the powerful questions that I'm going to be asking myself as well. So every day before bed, how was today the best day ever? And finding things that made it the best day, finding things to ultimately be grateful for. It's weaving that gratitude in um, and remembering to be present with it all. So that's one part of it. Another really foundational part of it and probably the most important or one of the most important things is prioritizing health. And for me, this is nothing new. I am all about health and I really, it's my highest value. It's my number one value is health. And I really believe that without our health, it's really difficult to have anything else. So when I see people setting all these beautiful, big, audacious goals for the new year, I love it. And I believe you can have it all, but first we need to start with our health. So yeah, Yes, you can have the um, body of your dreams or your weight loss goals. And yes, you can have that house that you want. Yes, you can have that incredible partner, those beautiful friendships, that career that you love, all the money you desire. Yes, it's all possible. But if we don't have our health, we can't enjoy the rest of that, right? What's the point of being rich, living in this mansion, having the best lover, having amazing friends, if we're so sick or so unwell or so fatigued that we can't enjoy it. And there's different levels of being unwell and healthy, right? So I really believe that health isn't just the absence of disease, it's thriving. And that's what I desire for everybody to feel, to really feel thriving and so vital uh, because from that place, we can really enjoy our life so much more. If we're always kind of like fatigued or we've got, um, terrible period pains or we are bloating when we're eating certain foods or we've got brain fog all the time, it makes life less enjoyable. So the more we can do for our health, the more we are going to enjoy the external stuff as well. And again, it all comes back to this internal. When we focus on the internal, the external gets so much better. So coming back within and prioritizing my health, and I encourage you to do the same. And like I said, this is something that is not new to me. It's something I'm already doing, but I'm going to continue deepening into that. So this looks like things like eating nutritious food, making sure I'm hydrated, moving my body every single day, sleeping enough, right? Getting good quality, restful sleep, regulating my nervous system. This is a huge one. And this is its own thing because having a regulated nervous system makes such a difference in our life. If we're constantly living in survival, we're constantly, our body's constantly living in these protection mechanisms and strategies. We're not going to be living the best quality life that we possibly can be. So moving from that fight, flight, freeze and appease into rest and digest and allowing my body to actually recover and heal and be so healthy and vital. So they're the main five core healthy habits that I've mentioned many times on the podcast. I talk about all the time on my social media content in general, those five core healthy habits of nutritious food, optimal hydration, daily movement, restful sleep. And you can call the other one, I call it blissful relaxation, but it can also be nervous system regulation or self-care, but really focusing on those five things every single day. They are non-negotiables. If you want to be your happiest and healthier self and therefore be able to live your best year yet, we need to make sure we are nailing those five habits. And it doesn't mean we go from zero to a hundred. You know, I'm not about the all or nothing approach. It's about building up and doing little things, making little changes, because that's how we're going to get bigger change over time. When we go from zero to a hundred, our body is like, whoa, this is so unfamiliar. This is so unsafe. We're going right back where we came, which is why diets don't work. It's why challenges don't work because we 
We're trying to completely change all of these behaviors all at once. And our body feels so unsafe with that. It stresses the hell out of our nervous system. And then we're back in survival. And then we just are going back into those protection strategies like procrastination, like freeze, which um, procrastination is a form of freeze. So There's obviously so much I could talk about there, but just making little changes towards how we show up for ourselves and our health is going to make a massive difference. So I'm going to continue prioritizing each of those. Part of what I'm going to be doing also is really with the movement piece, I'm um, going to get back into running and um, yeah, doing a lot more somatic movement. I do it a lot already. Like you've probably seen if you follow me on social media, I'm a big fan of somatic shaking. I did a whole month of daily somatic shaking last year in 2023, and it was a amazing. There's all these other somatic movements that we can do as well that help to not only help us move our body and stimulate our lymphatic system, which is great for detoxification, but it also helps us to regulate our nervous system, release stored emotion and stored trauma because our body keeps score. Our body holds on to these things if we don't learn to feel our feelings, which obviously I'm a big advocate of and I talk about and I teach now so much, but there's also all the time before I learned to feel my feelings that there's still suppressed stuff that needs to come up and out. So somatic movements are really beautiful for that. And there's also things that happen on the day to day. And as even though I am constantly like allowing myself to feel my feelings and moving those and processing those, there are still times where they can get trapped. So really using these somatic movements to one, help with the movement goal, but also with that um, nervous system regulation, which then will impact the other things because I'll be able to digest my food better because I won't be in survival mode. So I'll be getting more out of that nutritious food I'm eating. I'll be able to sleep better because my nervous system will be more likely to like be relaxed and allow me to fall asleep and stay asleep and get good quality restful sleep. So nervous system regulation is a huge one. And the somatic practices are just one thing that I'm going to be doing to feed into supporting my nervous system. So that's the health piece. Then I've spoken about gratitude. I've spoken about present. Let's refer to my list. So the inner work continuing to do this inner work. This is something that I will continue to do for life from the self-love work, from the mindset work. I've already mentioned quite a bit about that mindset and training my brain to look for the things to be grateful for, to look for the ways that it was the best day ever so that it can accumulate and become the best year ever. Um, Continuing to do shadow work, which is a big part of self-responsibility and seeing where we are creating the things that we don't want and where we aren't necessarily living to our fullest potential or where we aren't loving certain parts of us or hiding certain parts of us. And the more we can learn to do that shadow work and accept those parts and transmute those parts, um, the more we can really, or integrate, I should say, not transmute, to integrate that part, the more freedom we experience, the more liberation we can experience because we're becoming more whole ultimately because we are already whole and complete, but there are parts of ourselves that we are shunning. There are parts of ourselves that we're ignoring, that we're not aware of. And the more we can become aware of those parts, the more that we can love those parts and the more we can integrate those parts, the more free we feel because we don't have to pretend, we don't have to wear masks and we never have to do that, but it's just part of the way that we kind of have become because we're like, oh, I have to hide that part of me. So got to act this particular way. 
And this is like, it all comes back to living in that survival as well, or that people pleasing. Um, so really just like doing that shadow work, taking self-responsibility, loving all parts of me. I'm going to continue with all of this inner work, the belief work, because the beliefs are at the core. And if we can change our beliefs and if we can change our identity at that level, then everything else will also ripple out. And this is why it's so important to show up as that version of you that has everything you already want. So I will be showing up as a version of me that is living her best year yet, that is living her best day ever. So really working at that identity and belief level. And I have so many awesome tools to work on the subconscious beliefs that I use with clients. And I also get to use them with myself, which is amazing, but sometimes I forget to do it. So 2024 is all about using these phenomenal tools that I have like Psyche to really go in and be like, cool, I've got this belief that's limiting me. How can I shift this and empower myself through my beliefs? So another thing I'm going to be doing is making sure I have effective systems in place. So time management and planning. Obviously, I've created this plan of ways I'm going to help myself have the best year yet. Um, but how can I keep this going? Because a year is a long time. And if we don't put good systems in place, we can forget these things. So like I mentioned, setting alarms for my nighttime question or morning intention of having the best day ever. And how did I have the best day ever? Reminding myself and putting those systems in place, but also like task management. I'm a big fan of like being organized and having task management systems in place that allow you to actually tick off the things that you need to do to reach your goals. So my running goal, for example, am I going to schedule that in. You bet I am. Am I going to schedule in time every week to plan out my week? Yep, you bet. I've been doing that for years. I'm going to continue to do that. Am I going to schedule in time to meal plan, meal prep, all that kind of stuff? Yes, 100%. Am I going to schedule in time to check in with my goals? Yes. So really just making sure I'm using task management and planning to my advantage so that I can have these systems in place and so that all I need to do is just take the action because one thing is to remember it and then it can open all these tabs in our mind and be like, must remember to do this and this and this and this, but then we just kind of like can get swept up with life and forget certain things. So having those constant reminders, having those things scheduled into my calendar, because they are an important part of what's going to help me reach this goal of having the best year yet and coming back to that time and time again and taking action on it. So task management, another thing I'm going to be doing. And the other thing is going to be surrounding myself with expanders. Now, I love the term expanders. I believe it was Lacey Phillips who coined it. And essentially what an expander is, is someone who shows you what's possible. So if there's something you desire and someone else has it, rather than seeing that as like, oh, they get that. They're so lucky. Why, why don't I have that? Why am I not worthy of that? Or all these kind of games our mind can play with us. Rather than looking at them like that, look at them as expanders and be like, if they have that, it's possible for me too. So really surrounding myself with people that have what I want and that have what I desire and that of that kind of like same energy that I'm trying to cultivate and those, yeah, the walking the path that I'm walking, but ahead of me, because there's so much power in being around people that are further ahead of you and being pulled up and pulled along by them and being supported along the journey, right? We don't have to do everything on our own. And I'm a big fan of coaches and mentors and thought leaders and these people that can really inspire us, teach us and take us along for the ride. So I will continue to invest in coaches and mentors and programs um, and all of those things that I love to do, just as I support people in those capacities too, I get that support for myself too, because that also makes me a better coach. It makes me a better nutritionist, a better teacher, a better 
a better mentor and leader. So I will continue to be surrounding myself with people that really expand me and show me what's possible. Um, And that's going to be a big part of this year as well. So I believe that kind of went through the things that I had listed off that I was doing. Yeah, we've got focusing on my health, really prioritizing that foundational thing of health. And alongside that, nervous system regulation. This is going to be a huge theme of 2024. I feel like in a general sense, but also for myself. Um, But yeah, you will see more and more coming out about nervous system regulation from so many people because we're seeing the power that healing our nervous system has on changing our entire life. So I'll be focusing on that this year. I'll be teaching more of that this year. I already teach it in some of my programs like Radiance and like my new program, Mind, Body, Food, Freedom, that's coming out. There's a big nervous system regulation undertone in these, and it gives you all the tools of like how to do that, what to do, the science behind it, all of the things we need to know. And um, it gives us that toolkit to be able to regulate our nervous system and therefore stop living in survival and start thriving. It's such a huge piece. So those ones, focusing on health and nervous system regulation, there's gratitude and presence, as I mentioned at the start, and using the power of intentions and asking powerful questions. So every day, am I ready to have the best day ever? And how was today the best day ever at the end of the day? They're going to be weaved into my days to help me remember that I'm cultivating this energy of the best year yet. Then we've got the inner work and surrounding myself with expanders and people that inspire me. And something else I want to say about surrounding ourselves with people that are expanding us and are inspiring us, it doesn't necessarily have to be just the people in your close proximity and like the people you spend time around in person. It can also be people online. So for example, it can be things like podcasts or YouTube videos or Um, programs or memberships or whatever it looks like. It doesn't have to be in person. Yes, in person is so powerful and there's a beautiful energy of that, but there's also so much power in learning from people and surrounding ourselves with people and thought leaders and people that expand us. So it can be podcasts. I use podcasts as a big thing where it's really helping to expand my mind, show me what's possible, teach me, um, change my mindset, all this kind of stuff. Podcasts, Um, like I said, programs, all that kind of stuff. So, so powerful. So that is how I am planning on having my best year yet in 2024. And I'm also running a free 10 day challenge starting on the 8th called New Year Nourished You. And this is my annual 10 day challenge where it's completely free and we go through the 10 ingredients for a nourished life and the 10 ingredients for a nourished life do happen to align with a lot of the things that I'm doing this year, this 2024, to help me have the best year yet and to help me be my healthiest and happiest self because that's essentially what the ingredients for Nourished Life are. They are the pillars, the 10 pillars that help us be our healthiest and happiest self. So we've got things like the five core healthy habits, the the, um, optimal hydration, nutritious food, daily movement, restful sleep. Uh, What was the other one? nervous system regulation, what do I call it? Blissful relaxation. So there's those five things, but then there's also another five. So things like empowered mindset, learning how to really empower ourselves and get our mind working for us instead of against us. Then there's things like having a healthy environment. I call that healthy home. Um, There's self-love. This is such a huge piece. There's emotional health. And I think I'm missing one, 
but you kind of get the gist. It's like a holistic health picture. And over these 10 days, I do one video a day. Um, it's a live call in the morning. If you can make it live, amazing. I send out the Zoom link to anyone who joins and you can join via the link in the show notes. Um, so it's a live call every morning, but you also get the replay if you can't make it live. And we go through each of these ingredients for a nourished life. So one day I'll talk about how to have a nutritious diet and fuel ourselves with food and our relationship to food and those kinds of things. So food's the topic for the day. There'll be that self-love day. There'll be that emotional health day. There'll be the nervous system day. There'll be the sleep day. So all of these 10 ingredients, they get one day each and there's a live training in the morning. It will go probably between 15 to 30 minutes. Um, I used to say they were just going to be 15 minutes, but we know I like to talk. So now I say 15 to 30 because that's way more realistic. Um, so yeah, they're a short call every morning, and then you get one action step to help you really implement and embody the teachings. Because it's one thing having the knowledge and knowing what to do or learning about it, but it's another thing completely actually embodying it and actually doing something about it and integrating it into your life. And that's where the change happens. We can learn all the things we want to learn, and that's amazing, but until we take action and implement that and integrate it, that's where the transformation occurs. So if you would like to join me for that free 10-day challenge, you can join via the link in my bio or via, um, sorry, the link in the show notes or the link in my bio in, on Instagram at Shana Sapi. And I look forward to sharing that with you. And I look forward to having more regular podcast episodes in 2024. Like I said, this is something that I love to do so much. And I really am looking forward to getting into a more consistent rhythm with it and being in your ears or your eyes if you're watching on YouTube more often. So thank you for being here. And here's to our best year yet.